0: Already,
1: just turn
0: on the console. Five. How did you know it was Cuban? Four, <laughs> three, it's
2: already started. Two. It's already <laughs> recording. It doesn't matter.
3: Welcome to like the agrocast.
2: Welcome to the agrocast official podcast at agrogamer.com. This is episode 32, and I'm your host, Michael Camacho. With me this evening, as always, are my co-hosts, Ben Wynn and Brian Bentley. And with us today are very special guests, Bo Ryan and Leo Camacho from Radner.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? How's it
4: going? What's going on? Mike's my brother. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> as we found out at E3. <laughs> That's
4: right. we
2: reunited in the
4: world of video games.
2: No, it was actually funny, because when we were at the Sony press conference, it said like, Leo Camacho said, what the fuck, there's another Camacho here? I know, I thought it was the only one. (laughs) It took to like the last day of the conference for us to even run into each other.
4: It was like meeting another Highlander, you
2: know? (laughs) (laughs) That actually has happened to me before, though. In the Air Force, a very small Air Force base, I actually met another Camacho there when I first arrived.
4: What was his first name? Was he one of the Ninja Turtles as well?
3: <laughs> no, nah,
1: he,
2: he was actually Ernesto. He He's out. We got to find him and take him out. He was like yeah.
3: the fifth. He was like the fifth turtle, right? Ernesto. He like yeah, he was like
2: splitter. he was the he was, was the, 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 the illegal, illegal turtle.
4: Ernesto, <laughs> it's like what does he fight with? A lasso?
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> In a sombrero.
1: I was trying to make a joke
3: about a more,
4: but came over from the sombrero. That's what I was gonna. Yeah. Say. We all have solid color masks. This was, uh, was red, white, and green. <laughs> He's a foot soldier reject. <laughs>
2: <What>? <laughs> well, he only oh. worked for about a dollar an hour, so... <laughs>
4: hey, but you know what? He was a hard worker.
2: <laughs> well, until it's... Yesterday.
4: But anyway,
2: um, why don't you two introduce yourselves and basically go down who you are? Uh, well, Uh-oh.
4: we're the
5: dudes that run radnerd.com. Uh, we have a uh, a live show on the stream.tv. We come on right after Coin Op TV on Thursday and right before the game show on Friday.
4: Basically, we, uh, we we take video game news, you know, Bo breaks it down, and then I make fun of it. And then after that, I ask trivia and give out prizes. And it's all super nerdy and pop culture related and all that good stuff. Yeah, and random.com's, you
5: know it's not your your typical gaming no. site. Uh, it's more everything nerd culture. Yeah, and it's
4: more like okay, let's say you had some buddies that worked in the industry, and then after they got off work, they came over and had a beer with you, and they talked about all the you know all the stuff they knew about. That's kind of what we represent. Your friends talking about it instead of just somebody just rambling off the news and all that good stuff.
5: Yeah, we trying to bring a different edge and style.
4: And to smartiness.
3: <laughs> to to
5: to the you selling the used
3: web? car. Yeah,
4: we're like the Han Solos of the video game industry. <laughs> we are like
5: uh, we're like the the Red Man Method Man of, of video games.
2: Yeah, uh, I knew you'd have to get a Wu reference in there.
5: <laughs> I had to.
2: This guy. <laughs> yeah, I saw the little uh, what was it the bumper thing you guys did yeah. with Raekwon and all. You yeah, had to that show was off the fun. tattoo.
5: I had to. He wanted me to. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't put it out. It was
4: crazy because, like, me. yeah, like Bo was walking around with this huge boner the whole time. It was nuts. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: like he was tripping folks at E3. It's like, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah,
5: and, and then and then Leo had his little nerd gasm <laughs> when he spoke with uh Charles Martinet. Charles Martinet.
4: It was weird. It's like I never thought in all my life that Mario would be asking me what my favorite Mario game was. You know, like it was just a surreal experience. I'm just like, holy shit like what is going on right now
3: and you told them missing uh the one that where luigi's missing in time
4: oh yeah i told them yeah Mar- Mario's missing and then uh and then mario in time those are my two favorites and right. oh and mario teaches typing another <laughs> classic
2: <laughs> you, uh, did, you decided not to go with the music mario uh what was it called <coughs> the one for super nintendo oh you mean uh you mean mario paint yeah oh my god that was so annoying
4: I loved that game. Are you kidding me? That game was awesome, like... Mike. What the hell? That was screen was like, the was like this guy doing a push-up. That was like the best thing. <laughs> I just like a box. <laughs> it was so big. Yeah,
2: it was the first time people picked up a box and said, is there another system in this or what?
4: <laughs> yeah. And it was like a mouse and everybody was all disappointed. It's like, I'll never play another game with this. <laughs>
3: <laughs> kind of like Tony Hawk Ride.
4: Yeah. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started oh, on yeah. that pile of garbage. Oh, oh yeah. wait. What? We'll, we'll, We'll get into our disappointments of E3 <laughs> yeah. in a, e, a minute. What was it? What did you say? The E3 disappointments? E3 disappointments.
1: <laughs> uh,
4: yeah, no, that thing was... Should I, go to, should I go all about that now, or should we wait?
2: <laughs> I think we should wait. Um, we're <laughs> going to go rant. through what everybody's been doing in the past week or so. So besides your site, what have you guys been up to since E3?
4: Um, what? editing footage from E3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much been post-production
5: of yeah. E3 footage, uh, because we only have one editor, and so we've just
4: been kind of, you know, lurking over his shoulder. Okay. Yeah, we, we hang out with, uh, Flitz from the com, okay. and yes. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. he's been doing all of our editing and stuff like that. He's kind of like our unofficial Radner. Oh, Nice. You know. We keep him around for his purposes
1: <laughs>
5: and his talent. Yeah, um, but but other than that, you know, as far as playing games, uh, I think what E three does is, I see all the uh, the sequels coming Come out, up. and what I like to do is just jump back to the the first ones
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
5: And, and get get ready for the second one. So I, I think I, this last week I've been playing Assassin's Creed. The first one. Yeah, I got to beat it before the second one. And I've been playing, uh, you know, the first Modern Warfare, so... Yeah, but it really... One thing
4: E3 really did was, uh, you know, it made me appreciate how good of a game Peggle is.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was actually playing that on the flight over when I was coming from Baltimore to L.A.
4: That is, like, the most... It's, like, the stupidest game with the most addicting concept. Like, you drop a ball and watch it bounce off of shit. You know, like... (laughs) I want to do that all day long. It's all, like, all I want well, to play. Well,
2: that's the worst part. I had it on my uh, Dell Mini 10 on Steam, and I had it on my DSi for the Peggle DS.
4: Like,
2: <laughs> I can't help it. It was like, i got to play it.
4: It's a good game, and it's like surprising how a, a simple concept can go so far. And it's kind of like that whole Tetris thing, you know? It's a basic game, but it's the be- best game of all time. you just got to find a good concept, not put a bunch of flashy crap on, on, on a horrible game
2: exactly I think it actually deals with most of the audio of the game every time you hit a peg the sound oh, yeah. I think it's real soothing more than anything
4: and I love how the game doesn't take itself seriously like you know like the loading times are it's, you know it's like installing rainbows and sunshine you know yeah <laughs> I heard it's only a dollar on the iPhone
2: now. Yeah, that's kind of surprising. I'm, I'm surprised they didn't make it like 10 15 because, I'll be honest, buying it on the DS, I was like, wow, I spent $30 on this. it comes with Peggle Knights as well, but you have to unlock it. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah. scored. Yeah. For $30, I should have that shit up front. <laughs> yeah.
5: I don't want to have
4: to play it to get another game. You should get a case.
2: <laughs> True. <God. laughs> yeah. So, um, well... Real quick, Brian Ben, how have you guys been? I know Brian, you've been without your uh woman for a while?
3: Yeah, no, I picked her up last night. It was really nice. We had a really nice day together, just kind of relaxing and you know just sitting watching t v. We actually watched the movie uh In Bruges with uh Colin Farrell. He's not I, I forget. Dude, that that was it was like a real dark comedy, it's so, like the whole time I'm laughing my ass off, and I shouldn't be because' like much, you know they're you know hitman basically hiding out waiting and. They're just talking about, you know, doing hits and I, I don't know. I guess it was just really I'm like like laughing. I'm like, I shouldn't really be laughing at this, but it's really, really funny.
4: <laughs> I know? I totally endorse your laughter.
0: Yeah.
3: I mean it was like and there was like uh you know, uh dwarves in it and uh so like midgets and stuff. And uh and so like they're talking about like whether or not you should call them a midget or a dwarf and it's little people. Come yeah, on, guys. Uh, but... yeah, tight and paired. <laughs> but the whole time, it's like jokes about killing people and midgets. and It's, it's mean, not to like. Yeah, I know. So I'm like, I shouldn't be laughing, but I am.
4: Kick a couple of babies and I'll call it a night. Let's go. <laughs> oh,
1: <fuck.
2: laughs> uh, so, um, oh, Ben, I hear uh, your hockey hopes didn't turn out as you wished.
0: Oh, oh the, yeah, the, what up? The, the way that they played in games six and seven, you know, I didn't expect anything else, actually. So I'm not... I'm not just I'm not pissed off that we, we didn't win the cup. I'm more pissed off at the way they played more than anything. So
3: <laughs> It's cuz they're so old.
0: Okay, but all right.
4: <laughs> I don't understand. And, and, and <laughs> what what do we do to
0: to Chicago?
3: Yeah, we lost. Okay. So we're young and inexperienced. You're right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds That's like your side. life
2: story quick.
0: Oh.
2: Oh, so, snap. So,
0: so, so, Brian, I have a question for you.
2: Yes, I have an answer.
0: You said you picked up your wife. Um, what, Which corner?
3: Well, actually, it was uh, down the street a bit. Uh, she usually tries to stay at least two blocks away when she's oh,
2: okay moves. Okay, yeah. we got to right. stop the hockey talk cause it's obvious that you guys are getting a little too personal here. <laughs> <laughs> no. Usually uh, that's football, but I can't believe it's coming out with the hockey talk.
3: <laughs> he's from Detroit. That's all he knows. That's
2: Sorry. all they do there.
3: Because
0: they don't have football there. Well, they have. No. Oh, 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 we don't. We don't
2: it's
5: have
0: just football here. We have three college teams.
2: Well, they also have homes for a dollar there. They have what? You can buy a house for a dollar in Detroit. Oh yeah. Oh
0: yeah. That's helps much. much. Yeah.
3: Mm.
2: Unlike here in Maryland, where I'm about to spend two hundred forty thousand on a townhome. Oh that
5: god. That's crazy. I want yeah, to buy you
2: a box in LA. Yeah.
5: Come to L. A. Then you can talk. <laughs> That's <There's laughs>
2: my news for my week. Um, the appraisal went through for my house. I've Everything's good. Settle on the twenty-fifth, so I should be moving in by the end of this month.
3: Very nice. Very nice. Congratulations.
2: Yeah, thank you. Well, you can watch God. some HGTV. Congratulations.
4: When do I come over and move in?
3: <laughs> it's like your family.
4: I know, right? We're Hispanic. We got to move in together.
2: <laughs> hey, there's you to
3: put cars be... on the lawn.
2: Hey, there's only one person in my car, not thirty. Okay.
4: <laughs> oh. Attack the garage, dang dude. That's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to. <laughs>
2: Hey, there's nobody going to be living with me. It's going to be me, single for a while. Just, I need a break.
4: <laughs> right, right, legally, we got you. All right, I won't tell anybody. <laughs> yeah. so. Calm down, not immigration. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. What about you, Mike? What have you been up to? Other than the house, that's it? Um,
2: Pretty much it. Working a lot of overtime since I've been back. I'll have about 57 hours this weekend to work. <laughs> man, I'm so jealous of you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? I, I love Agro Gamer, but it's not exactly paying the bills, so. <laughs> gotta, we will got to work a regular job until this takes off. It's,
4: it's a labor of love, man. I understand.
5: You're acting like we're in a
4: recession. <laughs> <laughs> video games are recession proof, Bo. <laughs> Did you hear?
2: Yeah, only if you're actually working for one of the video game companies and probably you're the producer. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. So. I'm gonna get a new job. <laughs> yeah. that's been about it. Um, so what if it, what has everybody been playing since E3? Who wants to start, Leo or Bo? <laughs> Besides Peggle, uh, you got to be playing something else.
5: Oh, uh, Bo. Uh, me. Oh, yeah. You know, Assassin's Creed. Uh, I've been playing Call of Duty Four. I'm just getting really hyped up for for all the new stuff coming out. So yeah, it seems like E3 I'm, was a bunch of sequels. I'm getting my palate
4: wet.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah, I'm totally playing Tony Hawk One on the PS One. Get ready for that new one, man.
1: <laughs>
4: uh, I don't know. I mean, it's 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 been kind of overwhelming lately. There's been so much going on. I haven't really moved on from uh, Left 4 Dead um, and, of course, Call of Duty Four. I'm still uh, kind of pretty much glued to those two games. I'm like one of those guys that when I find a game I like, I stick to it for a really long time. Me too. And, yeah, I don't move on too easily, but I think I'm gonna have to finish. See with Assassin's Creed, I love the game, but because it's the same thing seventeen times in a row, it's kind of hard to you know to keep sitting there and doing it over and over and over. So I you know I have to keep giving it you know a month break in between each each assassination.
2: <laughs> I wish I could do that. I got way too many games. I actually packed up most of my games this week. How we box this? Part. Um. Three so far, and I haven't even packed up all my DS, PSP, PS3, and 360. Jesus.
5: <laughs> you have a lot of PSP games?
2: Um, Yeah, actually, I do. I got a lot of. That's all
5: ten
4: of them.
2: <laughs> I have a lot of import games, so. I have more uh, than the ten out in America. <laughs> uh,
4: yeah, see, I'm a big retro gamer, so I always end up going back to like NES and Super Nintendo.
2: Well, those you know, I like... packed up. All my retros PlayStation 1, NES, Super Nintendo, Genesis, Master System, my Odyssey 2 games. Packed up okay, my out Sally. Now you're <laughs> just showing
4: off. <up.
0: laughs> <laughs> He's always like that.
4: Yeah. yeah oh, I just only have about three billion games.
2: That's it. <laughs> yeah, I actually have a lot. I wish I didn't sometimes.
4: You're so humble. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like I have 170 NES games or anything. <laughs>
2: well, you have more than I do for NES. I have 400 <laughs> games total, but.
4: Okay, stop it, guys. Jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez. Right, let's not measure each other's dicks anymore. Let's just move
2: on. <laughs> <laughs> it's the whole e-penis thing.
4: It's too late.
1: Oh
2: god. Like the only games I've kept out at this point are the portables and the 360 and PS3. It's the ones I play the most, so I figure I might as well keep those out until I actually. You can
4: play them on the go, and they're small and compact. Yeah. It's not like you're taking up much room. The- exactly.
2: Well, according to Sony, it's a pain to carry UMDs, so they want you to pay $250 for a downloadable system. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I was I wasn't really
4: excited about the Go.
2: Bring oh, it God. out at 180, you're all right. A 250, i like, really?
4: How about don't bring it out? <laughs> just give us something else, you know? Yeah. I don't how, need put, another handheld.
2: Well, that's my thing. Put out games first, then put out a system. You're not yeah. putting out games first. Yeah, I know. Was, have now. Why am I going to buy another system?
4: I don't know. It just seems like, it seems like everybody's just rushing to come out with some sort of innovation, but then when it finally hits the market, there's nothing really innovative about it. Like like the DSi is a good example. Um you know, there's a couple of added features, but I mean, they took away one of the biggest features, was which was to be able to play GBA. So it's yeah, like it's like they're moving forward in some areas, and they're you know they're going backwards in another. It's you know it's not really uh, worth the money right now, especially in a recession. You know, you can't pull that kind of crap.
2: Yeah, I bought it, and I'll tell you, I was like, okay, cool. We're we'll at least have DSIware. DSIware sucks. There's not one game I've actually wanted to pay the thousand oh, points. Oh I come started. on! There's
3: Animal Cross. There's Animal Crossing and Animal Crossing Calculator.
2: Yeah, no. Oh, those
3: were two bucks a piece.
2: Wow. Yeah, I still won't spend okay. that one.
3: <laughs> I've yeah, never I don't played
2: know. the Animal Crossing game in my life.
4: <laughs> oh, you haven't lived. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't. You know, like, I, you know, I never was really into like the Animal Crossing, the Harvest Moon, the Sims. You know, uh, Sim City was cool. Like, you know, when computers were new. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Other
2: yeah, than I remember. That, I really into that. I remember playing that
4: on an old 386. Mm. <laughs> Dude, I love Sim awesome city. city. I'll take Oregon Trail any day. Oh, oh yes. hell yeah. Oh mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Except for that updated version, that was like crap.
4: I always wondered what the hell a ford was. I'm like, <laughs> what am I? What am I? What am I crossing? I'm fording a river. What is
2: that? <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> I'm like two years old. I don't know what this
2: is. I used to <laughs> love spinning the stick finger around to shoot. At oh life.
4: yes, I would just go hunting. <laughs> I didn't even need the food. I would just do it.
2: <laughs> oh man, Millennium Falcon just landed.
5: Have you guys been playing Prototype or Infamous? Oh, yeah.
2: I have not yet. Mm-mm. I do a lot of trading on the Guzex.com trading site, so I try to get a lot of games from there now because I don't have the money to drop constantly on new games. So yeah,
4: you know, Prototype. Kind of mixed feelings about that, like. It's bloody. Know, it's, it's bloody. It's bloody, but it's like it, you know the particle effects on the blood and stuff like that could have been a lot better. And you know, given the fact that it was pushed back for so long, you think yeah. the quality would have been better. Because I mean, like, uh, infamous, the graphics are great. They look they look wonderful. It's just kind of a, it's kind of a stagnant game. Well, yeah. prototype looks really dynamic. I mean, it's a really dynamic playing game, but it looks pretty cheesy. So it's kind of like what what was going on with these guys having like a, a meeting somewhere that goes okay, you can put out the one with the good graphics, and we'll put out the one with the shitty gameplay. You know?
2: <laughs> well, have you guys um played Infamous? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I played the demo, and I was like, I don't want to play the main game. I thought the demo. Well,
4: that's was that's exactly bad. my point. There's, you know, you can do everything that there is to do in the game within the first five minutes, and that's it. Right. Know? I think the demo is enough. Wow! Not impressed with either one. Big hype, but I think ultimately a letdown. Pretty fun, but I wouldn't buy them. Yeah. Maybe I'd play them at my buddy's house. That's as far as I'd go. It's like, it?
2: it seemed like Infamous got the better scores because it was from Sucker Punch. Only yeah. because of the name of the studio, not because of the actual game.
4: Yeah, no, I, I would. You know, it's it's tough to say because Prototype looks like it's more fun to play, but it just, you know, I, I hate to use graphics as that catalyst for a good game, but. In this case, it really seems like, wow, you, you, you made us wait this long for, for this. you know. I'd take GTA graphics over it.
3: So. Ooh. Yeah, Leo's bitter.
5: Vice City.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> wow. <laughs> that sounds like me when it comes to Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, the Crystal Bears on the Wii. Oh.
2: That,
3: that was so freaking yeah, bad. Yeah, that's
2: all you bitched about it. <laughs> E3 the whole time. It I'm, looks not so bad graphics, it looks.
3: I'm not even
4: like a graphics-oriented guy, but I mean... It's like even the game, if you're not going to have good gameplay, give me something pretty to look at, you
2: know? Yeah, exactly. Anybody willing to play the Wii will never be a graphics-oriented yeah. guy. Like, I have a Wii, yeah. and I was like, I go play games on it, and I'm like, yeah, I'll never be interested in just graphics alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but
3: but a guardrail on a, on an airship should not be, you know, squares.
2: You know, <laughs> I mean, it was
3: so pixelated, I'm just like... Wow, this is, this is painful to well, look at. Well,
2: I don't think companies are putting a lot of their time into making the games look as best as they can on the Wii.
3: Right, but this is, I mean, the, the way Square Enix talked about this game, like, Wii specifically made this for Wii. And it's like, wow, okay, so you made a shitty game for Wii. Thanks a lot, appreciate that. Yeah. And then when there's a good game on Wii, everybody just goes, yeah, but it's on Wii.
4: You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Like,
3: like this, what's this new,
4: Tatsunoko versus Capcom? Like, it looks brilliant, like, in my opinion. And it looks really fun to play, but then ultimately I think, yeah, but it's on the Wii. Yeah. yeah, I I have no drive to play. The only reason I even bought a Wii was for Brawl. That's it.
2: Well, surprisingly enough, my game of show was on the Wii. So. Yeah, Muramasa. Yeah, yeah. Muramasa's Gameblade was fucking awesome. I was like, I can't wait for that game to come out. It looks so good. Which was
3: my
4: pick of the show.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that was my pick of the show, too. I was like, I can't believe I'm saying this. It's a fucking Wii game, but this is my pick of the show. And I was like,
4: but ultimately, it's on the Wii, and, it's a, and, and you know, it's like, you know, the achievement factor exactly. wins every time. I want achievements for no reason other than just to have achievements.
2: Yeah, it's like, I get on and play the Wii, and I'm like, nobody's seeing me play this shit.
4: Okay? I know! I've stopped playing games for me, and I started playing them so that other people can know that I'm playing
1: them.
3: <laughs> so basically, you're saying you play games to be seen. It's right. That's right. That's my outlet in the world. Yeah. I don't go to the bar anymore. I just play I just play on the Xbox so that people can see me playing this hey, game. Hey,
2: that's one of my it's... problems with the uh, PS3. When I start watching a movie, it kicks me offline on the PS3. Wait, why? Oh, really? oh yeah. <laughs> Let people know I'm watching a movie, damn
4: it. <laughs> well, you know, it's like, I won't even buy a game now if it doesn't have a multiplayer function. Because that's all I want to do is, like, you know, I want to be interactive. I want to play with other people. And, you know, just share... I don't know, like, I've always been that kid that wanted all his friends to come over. You know, I bought four controllers just so my friends can come play 64 with me, you know what I mean? I was exactly. that kid,
2: <laughs> you know? Um, uh, has anybody played Red Faction Red Guerrilla? Red Faction. No, I want, Negative. I want to. I hear the multiplayer and that is awesome. Really? Yeah. I've heard nothing but good things about the multiplayer. I'm
4: doing best.
2: Which, they ha- uh, it has to be better than the Saints Row 2 multiplayer, so...
4: <laughs> you know what that's a, that's actually Saints Row 2 it, or, um, I'm sorry I, I was thinking GTA 4 multiplayer like well same same thing whatever like those are fun but like they don't you can't I don't know they don't have the longevity factor yeah. you know like yeah. it's fun if like all your friends are drunk and you're like you got enough people to make a gang and then you go online but then after that everybody <laughs> goes home and you never do it again <laughs>
1: yeah
4: we'll definitely be playing
2: Ghostbusters oh yeah.
4: oh yeah oh yeah favorite movie of all time what up
2: That's actually one I'm trying to get really early on in line on the Guzex trading site. I won't pay for it, but I'll trade for it. (laughs)
4: Yeah, yeah. It's funny. Like I'm not, I'm, I'm not looking forward to the game. Like I'm not excited about it. I just want to play it.
2: And I hear the Wii version is really good.
4: Yeah, it looks fun. Like it's cool that they didn't try to focus on making it look amazing. They just made it tuny, and uh, you know, it's more like the real Ghostbuster game. Oh. I just want to get some Ecto Cooler and go to town on that.
2: Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah, <laughs> Ecto Cooler, yeah.
2: I wonder if they're going to come out with those Slimer Slurpees again for 7-Eleven.
5: That'll be a DLC. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> he
2: slimed me. Oh, God. Let's save some for me. Do you remember that Slimer slime that came out when you were a kid, but you couldn't use it near carpet?
3: Yeah. It <laughs>
2: would <laughs> fuck up your carpet.
4: Well, like, it's so funny, like, even with, like, Ninja Turtles, they had, like, the ooze canisters, and I was just, like, I remember thinking as a kid, it's like, no, that's going to mess up my toy. (laughs) Like, (laughs) why are they selling me a product that's going to break my stuff? (laughs) Like, I don't want
2: that. Yeah, I fucked up many a carpet in my old house as a kid with that stuff.
4: Yeah, man. And (laughs) Gak. Oh, God. So many bad products as a kid. So many bad products.
2: Yeah, only when we were kids, though. The kids nowadays, they have shit products. They don't have anything good now.
3: No, they have terrible stuff.
2: And it's all like shitty remakes of what we had as kids. Like, the G.I. Yeah, Joes cool. aren't nearly as cool. The Transformers yeah. aren't nearly as cool.
4: Voltron <laughs> is made of plastic now. You can't kill a kid with those die-cast metal blue lions that they used to do about. Yeah, oh, come I on. Bought
2: the, when I was in the Air Force, I bought the new release of the Voltron. I was like, this thing sucks. It's all fucking plastic.
4: Dude, I couldn't even play with the old one because it was too heavy for me. Like yeah. That made it awesome.
2: And you uh, you couldn't buy it together unless you bought that huge box with all the fucking figures. Hell yeah,
4: that was awesome though, but that was a toy. Like, you got excited over that crap, you know what I mean? And it ended up on the roof of your house and you got it down.
3: (laughs) 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 How did Voltron end up on the top of your house?
4: Hey man, you tie it to a Lucky's bag, you throw it in the air thinking it's a parachute, you know, gust of wind,
2: whatever.
3: (laughs) Gust (laughs) of (laughs) wind.
5: And the new He-Man is just gay. Terrible.
2: Oh, yeah. I bought the I mean,
5: real The old
3: He-Man was gay, but at least, you know, it was a cool game. No.
4: No, the old He-Man was the epitome of manhood. Oh, yeah. He didn't even need pants. He just walked around like, check out my jock, ladies. <laughs> I got a full haircut. I don't give a damn. I'm saving the world. It was even
5: like furry underwear. too. Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> and now the new one has like this humongous spider mechanical robot sword or something. It doesn't even look cool. Must and, be made like, up
2: by the guy who produced... Um... What was it, Wild Wild West? Oh, jeez, God.
4: <laughs> yeah, He-Man, Steampunk.
3: That was... Oh, God, that movie was terrible. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> God. They
5: didn't even have fucking Orko. How are you going to put out a He-Man movie and not have Orko in it? Who knows?
2: Well, Orko was put in Final Fantasy IX. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that's the first thing I thought. I was like, what the fuck is this, He-Man? <laughs>
3: That would have been awesome. That's what they should have done. They should have sold it to, you know, Mattel to make, you know, He-Man Final, <laughs> Final <laughs> Fantasy.
4: Oh, God. Yeah, come Final on. Fantasy Tales of Eternia or something.
2: It had to have been better than uh, Final Fantasy VIII, though. So...
4: <laughs> oh, do not knock Final Fantasy Oh, 8. come on. Final, Final Fantasy
2: VIII awful.
4: Overrated. Overrated.
3: Oh, it was freaking great. It was oh, horrible. it wasn't. It was it so was much better most...
4: than seven.
2: It was the whole reality. Final Fantasy
4: so Final cheap. Fantasy VIII was good for people that didn't get seven. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Final wow. Fantasy VIII
2: was the reason that emo JRPGs started coming out.
4: <laughs> yeah, because you know what? Seven wasn't considered emo until eight came out, and then it's like, oh great, everyone's crying over their missing memory.
2: <laughs> I hated Squall. I was, I was like, I, after the second disc, I was like, I'm not even finishing this game. I'm done. <laughs> if I <have> to <laughs> draw magic one more time, I'm gonna throw this disc.
3: Oh, drawing me. magic was fantastic. It was great from a. But I,
2: yeah, oh my god, yeah. And then like they had
4: the uh, the the uh, the triad card game. That's all I did. Anyways. That was horrible.
0: Oh come on! I hated that music. That music was. Oh, awful. you kidding me? Okay, I'll give it that. I like that music. Yeah. I see. It.
2: But I, I, the only I, good it, part of that game was the ballroom dancing scene, and that was <laughs> it.
4: Laguna's the only good part of that game. Period. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's
4: such a, a bishi.
2: <laughs> I mean, they didn't make another bad game until Final Fantasy 12 so. yeah, well, it's good.
4: I said, 10 was I, good.
2: Movie. 10 was awesome.
4: 10 was a better movie than Spirits Within. Wait, wait,
0: so, so, so you're saying 10 2 is a better game than 12?
2: Yes. Oh, yes. what?
3: Oh, no. You said you stopped playing it after like 30 minutes.
2: Yeah, Mike. because it froze on me. and I No, it wasn't after like, 30 you minutes. lost was... all your little costumes. It was three hours. It was like, I didn't save for Listen two the hours. girls' Arby, <laughs> I'm all about the fan service game, so I'm sorry. Yeah, they should have
4: just called it Final Fantasy X-2, The Adventures of Britney Spears. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or cosplaying for fun. <laughs> yeah,
4: cosplay ideas for the future generation.
2: Yeah, and it, all it you ever go to an anime convention, people are cosplaying that shit all the time.
4: Yeah, and then you have all these like horrible-looking Rikus running around.
2: No, the Rikus actually tend to be good. It's the Unas that tend to be like 300-pound women.
4: Yeah, yeah, how do you know that, dude?
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> See? It was a test.
2: The worst are also Sailor Moon, where they're actually guys. How about Man Phase? Oh, yeah, the, the Man Phase. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, trust me. I go to the one here in Baltimore every year. It's bad.
4: <laughs> hey, I'll be in. I'll be in Baltimore this August, man. Really? Yeah, I do a show. They're called the Bit Gen the Bit Genocides, and it's like, um, you know, it's a bunch of video game bands and um, like Year 2000 X and the Megas and uh, Entertainment System, and then like they're fused with uh, video game artists like 8Bit Artist, uh, Doctor Octa-Rock, and then like myself, and it's just like this big show for a day where you know it's like a. The gall- the gallery's outside, and then you walk inside, and then there's, like, the concert going on. And then between bands, you can go back out and buy artwork and check out all the stuff on all the displays. You have to let me That's know,
1: because
2: I yeah, actually sure. live, like, right now, before I move, I live, like, 10 minutes from Baltimore. I'll be moving, like, 20 minutes from Baltimore. Oh, whoa, it's you. So, <laughs> no, like, I'll yeah, definitely yeah. hit it up.
4: No, it's awesome, man. It's a great time. I'll I'll let you know when it is, and uh, I'll give you all the information. It's going to be a good time.
2: Cause there's nothing going on until PAX in September, so I need something to do in August. Oh, PAX is in September. I thought it was in August. No, first weekend of September. Mm.
4: Yeah, I think this is the last weekend of August, so you know you'll have uh, a little packed little
2: nice time there.
0: Yeah.
4: And it's a it's it's just a blast, and it's cool too because like everybody who goes there is like really into the scene, and you know everyone's pretty you know hardcore gamer. Yeah. You kind of have to. You know, it's devoted to video game art and music. So it's 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 it's
2: cool. Speaking of video game art, I thought the little showcase at E3 was a little, uh... Weak sauce. Exactly.
4: Yeah. No,
5: it I was cool,
2: it, but it, after five minutes you saw everything. Yeah, Yeah. Was, no,
4: the cool. big ones are IM8Bit, which is here in LA, and then, uh, you know, the Bit Genocide's over in, um, uh, in Baltimore, so. Those are, like, the two big shows.
2: I don't know Baltimore had that. I, I mean, I shouldn't be surprised <laughs> considering the anime convention and they have the comic museum there, so...
4: Well, the like you know the whole underground thing with the video game music, like it's all East Coast. Like all the cool bands are over there, and so they have really really fun events. Like Magfest is closer to that side of town, and then uh, they have uh, Nerdapalooza in Florida. Everything's on the East Coast. Out here it's kind of you know the big shows, and over there it's more of like the indie underground. Yeah. Stuff. Oh,
2: sweet what the hell was that?
4: <laughs> it was C <C-3> three P M.
2: Oh. <laughs> I was like, my phone won't even go off. It's so dead on batteries.
4: Speaking of Star Wars, how about the uh, the Knights of the Old Republic MMO. Ooh, I, that's uh, a nice
0: killer. I cannot wait to get that game. I
2: didn't out. get to Dude, see it.
0: We need to start a clan. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm down with that.
2: Just call it <laughs> Rattler. Sure, a bunch of people... <laughs> Rag Road gamer. Wait, wait,
3: wait.
0: Who, Who's going to be Jedi's and who's going to be Sith when, when the game starts? Gotta be Sith. I know, so. Man, it's no fun being a good guy.
4: Oh, man, I going
2: to be a good guy. <laughs> I'm never a good guy. Just <laughs> kidding. I don't know if you guys played Neo Steam, but it's kind of like there's no good or bad in that game, so it's like you're either magic or machines, and I was like, well, machines look more like the bad guys, so I'll pick the machines.
4: It's like going to the Ren Fair and dressing as a pirate. They don't say you're the bad guy, but you're
3: automatically the bad guy. <laughs> uh, Okay, so I did that once.
2: Uh, oh but, man! <laughs> it was, it was, was pirate weekend. It was hey, dude, pirate weekend. There's
4: nothing wrong with the Ren Fair. That is a good time. Like you dress up, you get drunk with a bunch of other crazy lunatics, and you just like, you know, talk a bunch of crap about the opposite uh, faction or whatever it is over there.
3: I don't know. But yeah, that is that is a good time. We like going. I I don't know. It's only one day, and
2: they got it's fun. the Ren Fair here in Maryland. It's not bad either. I mean, I, I've gone here and there. I don't dress up, but.
4: Well, then just you're like, not really going to the Ren Fair, my friend.
2: Hey, I'm sorry. It's just like the anime convention. I go, but there ain't no fucking way I'm getting dressed up. There's no way I'm gonna, yeah, What a my hater. Is gonna, I, No, my picture is not going to be out there on the fucking internet.
4: <laughs> hey, man, the ladies love it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the 300-pound <300 gasps> ladies. <laughs> Aww.
4: Not the Rikus, remember? Not the
5: Rikus.
1: Yeah, true.
4: Hey, you know... Then you're considered the safe friend,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: the captain save a if you will.
1: Uh, hmm. I don't know. Oh, what you know,
4: game it? I recently started playing that has been out for a while was War Rock, and I gotta say, like that game is the best way to pass a couple hours at work when you have nothing to do. I've never heard. Have of you? Heard? You've never heard of it? It's like this downloadable game that you play online. It's kind of like a Counter Strike. Um, you know, graphics are pretty simple. It's nothing heavy-duty. It's pretty fast-paced. Um, but it's made just to be downloadable. Um, I think it's pretty cheap, too. I don't think it costs very much. And you can download it for, like, a month for free. And, um, you know, it's, like, the best game to play while you're at work because it runs on minimal requirements, It's and it's really, really fun.
2: I can't play it, at first. That's the sad part. That part.
4: Well, neither can I, but I still do.
2: <laughs> yeah, my job, trust me, I can't even say where I work. So <laughs> I can't play it. Dang.
5: <laughs> It's that hardcore.
2: Yeah. They will kill me. Basically. So where do you work?
3: Where was that again?
2: Just uh, know K-Mart? it's the Maryland, D.C. area. You can figure out something.
1: No, I really I really. Starbucks. Didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <Arce>. yeah. <laughs> Starbucks is
2: not paying 20. for a $240,000
4: home. <laughs> uh, it should.
0: Probably Seven Eleven.
2: Yeah.
4: All right, Mr. Braggity Braggerson, let's move on.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right, Um, what's anybody else been playing? Because we kind of got off the topic of the whole one. What have you been playing?
0: I've been playing Plants vs. Zombies again for like I hours. I, I love that game.
3: Convince
4: me why I should download it right now, because I'm really, I'm, I'm like on the fence whether or not. Sell me,
3: go. It's ten it's on made the by team. PopCap. That's all you need to
4: know. Yeah, but Pop. yeah, that's true. I mean like Popcap is you know is is legendarily easy but it's also really really fun. I'm just wondering if it's worth 10 bucks.
0: The, the the replay value is is awesome. There's a lot you can do with the game with all the mini games that you can that you can do uh in vs Zombies after you do, you go through the the adventure uh mode but you can do the adventure mode again with all you, uh, with all the plans that you have and just to unlock like the like one secret character or whatever. And then you you have, like, there, there's so much you can do in that game. It, it's ridiculous.
3: There are a yeah, lot of, there are 12 Steam achievements, which are fun to get. Uh, but y- you are correct. There, I mean, there is really isn't a lot of, there, there was never a time during the adventure mode where I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to be able to do this. And, he, and the two times I did die and lose, but I was like, well, now I know what to do. And then I just went and did it the next time. That's, you know, it's
4: funny. That's what I hear from everybody. They're just saying, like, I died two times. I died two times. I died two times. Like, yeah. it's not really that.
3: But at the same time, like, while I didn't really feel necessarily at any one point in time in danger of dying, I still had a blast with, like, I I can't explain, you know, the music is good, it's catchy, um, you know, it's fun to watch your plants, like, just sit there and dance while they're shooting, you know, shooting zombies crawling across (laughs) the screen, I, I don't know, I mean, it's... It's fun. I like putting it in mustache mode, where all the zombies have mustaches. <laughs> you know, I
4: mean, is that like the golden eye equivalent of DK
3: mode? Yeah, you know, something like oh. that, or that, or you can uh, go back, like go back to the future. Like you remember, like those '80s glasses where like one half was like a circle and the other half was a giant triangle. <laughs> oh, yeah, so okay. you know, okay. each of the zombies have that. And they go flying off when you start shooting them. It's mm-hmm. it's all it's all like these little things that combine into like this really fun experience. The deets. Yeah, it's, a, it's not like necessarily like one thing where you're just like, oh my god, this one play is really great. It's it's all these little pieces put together that are really humorous and well-written, and it's just funny. You know, like the zombies leave you notes like, hey, let's have dinner, uh, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll be right over. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's like little stuff like that that just keep the game really fresh and right. Little and fun. unique
2: yeah.
5: touches. Yeah. Well, I know oh, at... Um...
2: Yeah,
5: you had me at mustache. Hey, Bob, that
1: <laughs>
2: well, I've got a coworker who doesn't game at all. And when we were at a wedding, him and his wife came, and I got her addicted to Peggle now, and I've got him now addicted to Plants vs Zombies. I'm on he it. says on, I'm he says it's horrible. Yeah, like they go home, and that's the first he gets home, and his wife's playing Peggle, and he's up till late in the evening playing Plants vs Zombies. So it's it's got to be a good game if non gamers actually get into it, in my opinion. That's
4: cool. Yeah, no, I'm on it. I'm on it tonight. Like no joke. <laughs> that was it. That was the final word. Well, because like I'm a huge zombie fanatic. Like I love zombie movies and the whole, you know, anytime somebody says, "What's the deal with zombies?" I'm like the dude that jumps out of my chair and go, "What? What you say?" <laughs> well, you
2: what know? do you think of Left for Dead Two? Then the fact that there's a sequel coming out within a year, please. Oh. You okay, love it. Okay. You love it. You love it. I do. Okay. It's
4: daytime, but you love it. Here's my uh, my two cents on it. Uh, it's a sequel, but it, it's more of the same, but. The same is good. Like, the game was good to begin with, so more of the same is good. I don't know if I necessarily like that it came out so soon, especially with Half-Life still missing the last part of the game, you know? (laughs) Thank you. When that's, like, the hugest franchise they have, and, it's you know, that's one of the most involved storylines in the history history of gaming. Actually, it changed the way storytelling happened in gaming. you think they'd feed us a little more on that. Unless, when they release it, they've been spending all this time making it the most epic fucking... Apocalyptic game that ever was created, but you know, then I'll forgive them. But until that time, kind of you know, a little miffed over that. I
2: think this is proof that Half Life is no longer their biggest game.
4: Well, I mean, Left 4 Dead, I mean, let's let's be honest. I mean, it's been a year. Look at the impact it's made. Oh,
1: yeah, I I I mean,
4: look how many billboards they had in Los Angeles. Left 4 Dead, because you know why? I mean, there's a bunch of zombie games, and there's a bunch of zombie uh, modes, and there's a bunch of zombie references. But Left 4 Dead is really the first zombie apocalypse game, like where you're one of the survivors and you're trying to handle your shit. I mean, that's what made the, the genre so popular. That's why the movies work. You know, it was always that concept of we're outnumbered. We've got, you know, little chance of survival. And they, they cornered that and they took all the essences from all the movies and they put it
2: together perfectly. Yeah. Well, so I'm really- going to argue with you on this one. i got to say Zombies Ate My Neighbors was the first. I was about to say that. Don't <laughs> ever come off and take my ideas. <laughs> Sorry, dude. i got to say but, Zombies Ate My Neighbors but, was the first zombie apocalypse game where you were okay. the survivors. Yes,
4: but the reason it doesn't gain, gain the title of perfect incarnation is because you had to fight a 50-foot baby. So. <laughs>
2: True, but it was the first co-op zombie game.
4: It was, and it had awesome music and cool power-ups and awesome character design. And yeah. it's
2: better
5: than RE5. <laughs> Ooh, I agree.
4: <laughs> the claim. I agree. Re five. Stop and You're
3: killing me. I can't Thank run an
4: steadily. aim. I got some backup on this show.
3: I know.
1: I, I can't, can't
4: run an aim. Okay. I mean, I love Resident Evil Four, but I haven't even touched Resident <laughs> Evil Five. I'm I'm thinking about buying it next week. Okay, because like seriously, in my top five video games of all time, I don't know if that's true or not, but Resident Evil Two is really up there. Like, I love Resident Evil Two. And then, like now, it just seems like they have strayed So far, it's not even zombies anymore. You know, it's I don't know.
5: <laughs> they're not even zombies. They're more like fucking coke
4: addicts. <laughs> yeah, they're just they're
1: just uh, they're yeah. just
4: dead. You're just fighting a bunch of crackheads looking for some drug money. Exactly. <laughs> some drug money. Well, let's exactly.
2: be honest, it's not even the fact <laughs> so. It's that like a day
4: have in Ben's those. life.
2: You yeah, have to stop and shoot. Not. Even with the knife, you have to. stop Nothing wrong with that. that? You have stop to stop. And... Yeah, what the hell yeah. is that? You can't even you can't even run with a knife. Uh, Guys, uh, I don't. Steroid never... it out that you're like. I can only hold (laughs) this.
4: I've never lived through a zombie apocalypse, but I don't think that's the best uh, tactic. Stop, shoot, run, stop, stab. You know, like, I don't know if that's going to (laughs) work.
3: It's a gameplay over realism thing. It's a game mechanic that they put in. It's not supposed to be necessarily realistic. It's not like like you run down the street and you're like, hey, look, there's a puzzle I have to figure out. Yeah, Yeah,
4: I do that on the day. It is called morning traffic. Okay, look. I understand the suspension of disbelief. I mean, if I didn't, I would really believe that attaching a raccoon tail to your ass can make you fly and you can get a one-up <laughs> mushroom. But, like, yes. you know, I understand that. But, but at the same time, when I look at other games that exist, yes. like Gears of War or, you know, Call of Duty franchise, where it's run and gun and there's constant action, like the whole stopping feeling, this doesn't really, you know, oh, no. it doesn't add to the imminent danger. Yeah. Look at but Dead control Space, though. Belief.
2: Look at Dead Space, where you can actually you walk slower, but you're at least walking yeah. Then the gun out. I mean, because
4: I mean, when you're moving, it feels like you're trying to get away. And with Resident Evil, you're stopping. And it's like that takes away from that whole like, oh my god, I have to the, the survival horror aspect of it, you know? I think that that detracts from that overall essence because now it's not really survival horror, now it's action adventure. And I'm a nerd so I can nitpick. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't know. I guess I'm just. I, I when I stop and think about it, it's like, okay, well, do I stop and and actually fight or do I try to run away? So to me, well, that it, makes
4: sense. That makes sense. But... You know,
3: I, I I I mean, I see your point. I'm just I'm just saying that. I guess I just don't take it and be like, I I hope Resident Evil turns out to be Call of Duty Four, and, and I just didn't have that expectation. So right. of course I'm I'm not I didn't want to it to be. I agree. I did That's... do the playthrough, you know, I did it with my brother. We did it co-op the entire time. So I, I haven't had that single-player experience with the game. I've only had it fun with my brother. So, Right.
2: Well, there's the problem. If somebody doesn't have somebody to play co-op with, the game's going to be awful. So... Uh, did we just lose them? Did we? Hold on. They, yeah, we they... did. <laughs> we apologize for the... Technicalities, senor. Sen- I think
3: they. I think they just hang up on us just because they don't like us.
2: This will be me oh. editing.
0: Well, <laughs> someone forgot to pay their uh, internet bill. Oh, oh
2: I bring seven. this on Brian because I'm not the one hosting tonight.
3: Hey, you know what? All of a sudden, they looked up and they were gone. I don't know what you want me to do. All right. <laughs> And then and oh there they are. We're, We're back. back. We're back. Don't forget to pay the I bill. Sh- I didn't realize my I didn't realize my uh my Resident Evil 5 thing was going to upset you guys so much.
2: Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Um. I needed a moment to cool off. <laughs> <You know?
3: laughs> Leo just walked away. He was so mad. I'm like I'm through with this conversation.
2: Don't you know how passionate us Caribbean Hispanics get? <laughs> yeah man. I'll start yelling and playing some baseball.
4: You better be careful. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna get you should sad. see
2: my house From my dad's Puerto Rican and my stepmom's Cuban. Holy shit. Dude,
4: game over. You must have the loudest household in oh your my block. God. When they
2: get drunk, it's ridiculous.
3: <laughs> game over. As opposed to walking across the street and trying to hump church's back.
1: What? Whoa,
3: whoa, whoa. Ouch. What? what? Oh wow. That's what happened.
1: Isn't
4: that it's what happened to D three?
1: What? Oh A little awkward there. Dang. <laughs> what the
4: hell's what? going That's on? <laughs> How about we just make him feel awkward for everything he says, even when it's, like, a brilliant point?
1: We'll
2: just, uh... <laughs> it's like, holy shit, this is the best game ever. What, what, huh? Like, oh, oh man.
4: man. Oh, Block. Too soon, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Irwin just died, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Y'all saw that South Park, though, when they made fun of that, right? I haven't, I haven't. Where, like satan was holding a sweet 16 party but it was like a halloween party and like steve erwin showed up with a stingray hanging out of his chest and satan's like oh, i'm sorry i'm about to let you leave it's too soon and he's like well satan it's me and he goes oh well then you're not in the costume you have to leave
4: <laughs> i gotta watch that
2: it was so fucked I, up i
4: always make that joke and i didn't know it was actually on an episode of south park now i get why people laugh at it
3: <laughs> no. no it's you <laughs> You're the funny one. Oh, oh, <laughs> uh, they're never gonna come back. So what?
4: So what? What else is? What else? I mean, like, it's so funny. We've covered so many different games and our genres. thoughts on
1: genres.
2: Yeah. Um, I guess we, we've covered pretty much what we've been playing here and there. Um, I know it hasn't well, been much. Everybody's to get kind me. of back into the swing of things this week. Why don't we just go into the E3 thing, like? Let's do it. Yeah, we, let's do it. What did it. you I guys think? You guys were there. We've talked about it on our podcast already. What did you guys think about E3 going there? My year? favorite
4: part was meeting Mike Camacho. I mean, that guy is. <laughs> he's one handsome devil. He's a pleasure to be around. I'll tell yep. you something. I got to agree. Table.
2: Leo Camacho, fucking win. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Camachos stick together, <laughs> you know.
4: <laughs> That's right. It's a macho claim.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: no, I don't know. I mean, it's funny, like. You know, it was overwhelming because it was my first time at E3, and um, you know, it was overwhelming. And it was cool because there wasn't like a ton of fanboys running around. You know, there was more of this uh, this air like we're here to learn about the industry and have a good time. While you know, it wasn't like it wasn't like somebody's pushing and shoving to grab some free swag and to you know start fapping over all the booth babes. You know, it was just like a cool time, and uh, and some you know I had some good uh, booths. Layouts, you know, they were really impressive. Everybody went big. Everybody spent a billion dollars. Not all
1: booths were were impressive.
4: Not all of them, but you know, the big ones, the ones that count. And uh, some pretty good titles being debuted, you know. But I was more focused on the disappointments. So, Mm
2: -hmm. did y'all even care about the booth babes? I heard people talking about them. I was like, I don't really give a shit. Like,
4: no, they weren't even hot this year. The only one that had a hot, hot booth babes was SNK. That's it.
2: Well, I have to disagree. Atlas had some. The nurses there at Atlas Uh, were hot. Right. Those mm-hmm. nurses were okay. I
4: actually got rejected. I asked for their numbers.
2: But I'm a, I'm
3: I've got the. <laughs> well, that's why they stunk. I've they got the t- yellow. Yeah, they car, were dumb.
1: <laughs> I got. The they were big dudes. They're not oh, single. You're, they you're,
3: suck.
4: You're a Pinkerton.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
5: well, no, it was it was my first E3 as well. It was definitely the first day was you know just sensory overload, and you know. I mean, I think overall, uh, I think my favorite booth has been. I mean, Activision. It was up between Activision and Square Enix. I and mean, Square Enix was definitely a uh, very tranquil, like surreal, like wow, look at this friggin' screen. Square
4: felt like a European auto show.
1: <laughs> yeah.
5: yeah, and and then Activision was just like a almost like a club. Yeah. You know, just yeah. a, like,
4: the, like the American club
2: scene. <laughs> you know, yeah. like
4: the, the, the ultimate club, nightclub. Activision.
2: I kind of had a problem with Activision because their biggest games were only allowed to be seen by the people who were judging the games of show. Exactly. That was yeah, the only true. problem I had with their booth. It was like, you want to get these games out there, but you're saying only the people who are going to judge best of show get to see your fucking games? Well, fuck you. Why should I give a shit?
4: Yeah. Like, why would you even put it in an exposition if it wasn't gonna be exposed? <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly.
2: I personally Yeah, I I, I, I thought Sony was the best booth. I, I like their Sony layout. Sony had a lot of
5: great eye candy.
2: Yeah. Well mm-hmm. I thought their layout was really well done. I thought Microsoft had the yeah. worst layout of the big three. Yeah, oh, that was horrible. And That's because it was scary.
3: Them. It was like there was like walls practically around it and they're like, go inside if you dare.
4: Yeah. No, they really yeah. had that closed off. And then like Nintendo was huge and airy and very futuristic and all they had was Mario. And like I was like okay, well, all this room for like two games.
2: Yeah. Nintendo gave me a headache. It was so white in there. I was like holy shit, I can't even fucking see. Racist. Yeah. No, not white yeah. like that. It was just blinding. It was like holy <laughs> oh, shit. Too
5: I felt like I walked in there. I, as soon as I walked in there, I felt like, wow, I was immediately on a Wii board. Yeah. I, you know, I was like Wii Fit board. I need to
4: get a facial scrub and, uh, you know, pluck my eyebrows. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. Like know. where Zoolander...
3: <laughs>
2: I thought know, the clan was walking like- around me the whole time.
3: <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I
4: don't, I don't know about this new direction. Nintendo is very corporate-y now. And it seems forced. It doesn't seem natural anymore. It's
3: almost like Nintendo's <laughs> turning into Sony. Yeah, exactly. That's actually a really good way to put it. And and Sony, like, like it, at it. their press conference, were totally like, Yeah, yeah, we might as well all have a good laugh because everything just got leaked. And they were kind yeah. of really making fun of themselves and Nintendo has now become Sony. Well, we're printing money, so we don't really care about you anyway. Who so. can argue you with not Sony? Even sure why your hair?
2: But who can argue with Sony? They gave you free beer before you even went in. Dang. It was like open bar, drink all there you was want free before beer you beer. You're gonna love it if you're drunk. Can't complain. I had a couple before I went in, I was like, Oh shit, it's open bar and people were like, It's ten AM I was like, It's one PM back in Maryland where I'm from. Give me a fucking beat
0: <laughs> somewhere.
2: You know,
4: it's funny, like it seems like Capcom is the new Nintendo in a weird way.
2: I did not like Capcom. You know, like, I thought there were assholes well, in there.
4: Well not not the company itself, but just like their you know, like what they're yeah. putting out. I think there's. I think they're on the verge of the right idea here. They're, I mean, they're really, really into the fan pleasing right now, mm-hmm. and that's where the industry needs to be. You know, like Nintendo used to be like that, but now it's kind of like, oh, we're just going to do the Nintendo thing, and you guys are going to want to like it because we're Nintendo. Yeah. Whereas opposed to Capcom, yeah. that they're listening to their fans, they have a really strong, uh, you know, community community ma- manager in uh, Seth Killian, and uh, you know, like they're redoing, you know, really releasing Marvel's Capcom 2 10 years later. Um, you know, they're listening to the fans. I know that um, Tatsunoko is more of a Japanese crowd, but that's still a pretty hardcore fan-based well, speaking game. Of the
2: speaking crowd, of the Japanese I crowd, I have one problem with the Capcom. With the is Capcom is Fate's Fate. Fate Unlimited Codes for the PSP the is coming out as download only, and I have a big problem right. with that. Why is that? Um, because I'm very about... If There's you're going to charge me $30, I want something in my hand.
4: Oh, no, I'm yeah. the same way. I totally, and that's actually one of my biggest issues right now with the industry is everybody's talking about going to downloadable only and, like, the on-live system where it's all internet-based. First of all, you know, on-live, quick sidetrack here. The whole, um, you know, what's it called? The cloud that it's kind the server, whatever, that you're downloading from the the, the games from, it just doesn't seem natural. It's not smooth. You can't take advantage of HD capability, but that's a whole other point. But uh, the whole thing where if I don't have something tactical in my hand, because part of playing video games is collecting them. It's saying that you own it and like going, hey, man, you should try this game out. If you want to borrow it, you can, you know. There's something about that culture that I really enjoy. So taking that away from me is taking away half of gaming.
5: Talking about DLC, I'm really looking forward to Battlefield
4: 1943. That looks good. But they're not trying to pass it off. It's like a full game. It's a DLC right. game. You know, like in the, in the case of Fate, that's a full-fledged fighting game. They're char- charging you 30 bucks for it. You know, I want to own it. I want it. If my PSP erases, I don't want to have to re-download
2: it. Yeah, exactly. well, My thing is the Fate Unlimited codes for the fifty dollars to down. I mean, to purchase it from Japan, I'd rather pay that fifty dollars. At least I know I have it in hand at that point. For right. a fighting game, you yeah. don't need to know the English or the Japanese menus. It's a fighting game. It's right. not hard to figure out. Yeah, no, I
4: completely agree. Um, but I mean, I think Capcom's on the right track. They may not have it down perfectly. But at least they're listening to the community where Sony and Nintendo are kind of like, eh, we're over here. You guys are going to like us whether we listen to you or not, you know. So if I think if the industry you – because, know, I mean, eventually it's going to have to go back to the users because people are going to start getting fed up with all these high prices and all this unnecessary crap. And it's going to have to go back to what we want.
2: So. Yeah. Well, we've heard what everybody loves. What did you guys – because you were talking about it in the beginning. What are your disappointments? What were you like, what the fuck are these people thinking? At oh my god! <laughs>
5: Konami, Konami booth. That was horrible. The you Radner... mean the walkthrough? <laughs> it was,
3: yeah, I it mean was more like a, it was more like a colorful walkthrough. It was like every time I was yeah, it, it, it was, I was, it was so
5: through. it was so vacant. I mean, this, you know, I would think Silent Hill would have a patient or biggest yeah, big display. Yeah, and then they
4: have uh you know Saw, which is like everybody knows it's all going to suck. But people are pretending that it's going to be a good game because the movies were creepy. Right. You know, it's like, no, no, it, the game's going to suck balls. I don't care what you say. Yeah. And then and then they try to release that new Metal Gear game for what oh, is For it? the
5: PSP. Yeah.
4: It's like, oh, yeah, Metal Gear, great. It's not really a Metal Gear game.
5: I, I just feel like they really, like, got lazy with their presentation. Absolutely. And, I mean, you look at the other booths and you look at this one and you're like, wow, like, someone, like, really did not care to... Step it up, like someone thought they were at CES or something. Right.
4: Exactly.
5: Yeah.
0: But but you and Microsoft Microsoft boots suck
4: too. Yeah. But I think I think my biggest disappointment was Nintendo. Oh, because because like you know it's like Mario Brothers Wii, and and the first thing, first thing that comes to my mind is oh awesome cool. Oh, oh, Whoa, oh, oh. the audio is going crazy
2: right now. Hey, yeah, Church friend, That's you. That's echoing. Is it? Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. Okay.
2: Just turn down your Do-over. speaker volume. All right, I'll okay. try. I'll re- from, try to remember to edit
5: <laughs> from the, from the top. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Bo Ryan. <laughs> no, 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 no. We ain't going that
2: far. You guys don't even have that much time. <laughs>
4: yeah, no, but you know, back to the point. Nintendo biggest disappointment because here I am, the biggest Nintendo fanboy around, biggest Mario fanboy there is. And then they finally announce, "Hey, we're going to do another platformer, two D side scrolling for a major system, not a handheld." And I'm like, "Oh my God, take out the lube! It's time to start fapping, you know?" Paste my
5: eyes shut. Yeah.
4: And then like, and what do I see? Oh, it's just the DS port. What? What? And then they offer four. You know, then they go back to the Mario Brothers two roots and say, "Hey, four characters. You can choose four different characters, and you can even play simultaneous now. That's a cool addition with party." Yeah, exactly. It's like cool. All right. Well, I mean, maybe that'll make fu- make up for it. But you don't even get to do the same characters from Mario Brothers too. It's like Mario, Luigi, and then two toads. It's like what is that? What?
2: Well, I don't, don't want forget, to be. It's Toad. not even online. It's all yeah, local. See, that's the part that's oh, killing. Me. That's the part no. that
3: kills me. Is it's I'm like, like they should know? make this. They should make this online. This should be their premier online. You know, yeah. We y- speak. Make it four players. Could... Make it smooth, and everyone can just play online and have a good time. But no. You know what it, is? You know, it well.
4: is? you know what it is? You know what it is? You go to a bar and there's like this amazing chick. I mean she's so hot and the whole concept of taking her home is, is like amazing. Oh, yeah, then yeah, she yeah, comes yeah. up. Yeah, you're like sprouting a chubby over this chick. You're pitch intense. She comes up to you, starts talking to you and you're like, oh my god, this is exactly what I wanted. It's going to happen. She's like, let's go back to my place. You go back to her place. You're hyped up. You're ready. She's hot. Here it she comes. Boom, dress falls, and she's got a huge wiener. You know, it's like, what? <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: my what? god.
4: <laughs> Tell me that's not the perfect, like, observation on this. Interview. It's perfect, Leo. It's perfect. Oh.
3: Thank
4: you, Bo
2: Ryan. Listen to this high five. Just high so five. you know,
3: he, he sits there and thinks about these sort of analogies. He's like, how could I work in a Gmail? The worst t-
2: part is you can hear the rad five. I swear <laughs> that quote too rad <laughs> five. Mission <Prodition Five>. accomplished, <laughs> defeated. Huh. Now, I'll be honest, I thought the worst booth was Bethesda. What the fuck were they showing no, besides bu- trailers unless you actually went inside to see <laughs> what game? Brink. Not wet, yeah, not yeah. Fallout Las Vegas, but Brink. Who the fuck gives a shit? You're showing off all these other games yeah. with E3, then you're going to show off a game nobody's actually even really heard of. Here's a poster. Yeah, Bye. here's a
4: poster. We got some chicks that aren't even that hot, not even dressed in any sort of special way, giving you mediocre posters.
2: Hey, that wet poster, I'm framing that shit. <laughs> uh, that
4: was, that was
2: <laughs>
4: decent. Assassin, uh, I was going to say Assassin's
2: Creed. It, wet. It, it, it looked okay, I mean, from yeah. the poster. I'm Eliza fan, so I'll play the game just because she's voicing the character. So. Oh,
4: man.
5: Fanboy. <laughs> I'm looking forward to Rogue Warrior. I mean, here, hearing Mickey Rourke drop some 80s. Uh, Action movie
4: badass lines is uh, it sounds pretty cool, <laughs> yeah. I mean, overall, there's some good, some bad, some mediocre.
1: Did you do get to it's see
2: APB easier. at all. Oh,
3: yeah, which one?
2: Which one? APB a- All Points Bullington
3: from Real Time Worlds.
2: No. No, 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 it's the new, um, it's not really an MMO because it's only 100 people per city, but it's like a persistent online that's kind of like a GTA Saints Row. But it's fully customizable, and the customization is through the freaking charts. Like, you put a tattoo, it doesn't look like a painted-on decal. It actually looks like a tattoo. Um, really? Yeah, yeah, it actually goes to the skin the way it should look. Same with if you put a decal on a like a t-shirt or a leather jacket. It actually takes the form of the leather jacket, all wrinkles and everything. Oh, that's cool yeah. yeah like the whole game looked like it was going to be really good they incorporate last.fm so whatever you've been listening to that's been going to your last.fm account will play through the speakers yeah something similar will play through the speakers as you're driving by other people in the that's city cool.
1: yeah
2: it's actually going to be a listening. really good game if it, they get it to work as they talk
1: right it's yeah That's an
2: awesome game.
4: if they don't let us down Exactly. I got to, we got to try out a game, uh, or, or you know, we get to go uh, meet some people from. I can't remember the name of the studio exactly, but the game was called Darkest of Days, and it was like, oh. uh, did you guys hear about?
0: No, I, I went to it. I think it was um, was it Eight Monkeys or something like that? Eight monkeys, yeah, Eight Monkeys, and um,
4: and uh, they like developed their own engine, inji- engine, and it was kind of a cool concept. The thing I liked about it, it, basically, you're this guy, and you're fighting in the, in the um the the Alamo, I guess I think it was or a Little Bighorn, and um. You know, as you get shot by an Indian, and as you're dying, a time traveler comes from the future and like rescues you because you weren't supposed to die. And the whole concept is there's people in history in these major battles in in, in history that weren't supposed to die and they were never accounted for. And um, you know, there's like this agency in the future that rescues those people and they go back and rescue more people from uh, these battles and blah blah blah. And they help them end the way they, they were supposed to end. They save people that died that weren't supposed to die. That time stays on a linear track but it's kind of cool because you get to go back into all these weird battles that you never really seen in games like battle of pompeii the battle of uh, little bighorn the alamo all that good stuff and it's like now character model wise oh and it's all open field it's not like uh, call of duty where you have to follow a track it's just like a huge battlefield and you're just running around it you're just another guy in the battlefield
0: oh yeah that was was the one thing i absolutely loved about that when when they when they showed the demo to me i was like Really? Where can I sign up and get this game right now for the PC?
4: Yeah, and it's like, well, character models weren't that impressive, but I gotta say, like, landscaping and lighting—I've never seen anything like that. And
5: it's some great weapons too.
4: Yeah, and it was kind of cool because, like, you're like in the past, like everybody's got like bows and arrows, and you come out with like this like futuristic missile launcher. <laughs> yeah,
2: it was great. Now, so did you guys cool. have a surprise of the show? Like one game that you weren't expecting to pop out at you? Uh, I think it was definitely Fairy Tale
5: Fights. I don't know if you guys uh saw that it's going to be on the PS and Xbox. I got to say it's it's kind of like Viva Piñata meets uh meets God of War.
4: <laughs> nice. Um, you know, because that's a common mix.
5: Yeah. And this I mean you definitely get that like good feeling when you're playing it. It's you know when you're like playing Little Big Planet, but it, you know you're playing like you know fairy tales like Goldilocks and and all these other games but it's bloody. <laughs> You know and it's for it's m rated and you're just you're playing this you're like, "What is happening here? I love this and yeah. that was definitely a game that I did not expect that I really
4: uh that I really want to get, yeah and they they debuted this new game using this it's, it's this crazy light technology it's called duck hunt. It's pretty cool, like <laughs> you point a gun at a screen and you shoot ducks. I mean <laughs> that groundbreaking oh, not experiment. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I gotta say, mine personally was Section 8. I don't know if you guys saw the South Peak games. After they've put out some real stinkers lately, like Legendary, X-Blades, and Velvet oh. Assassin. I've been kind of like iffy about the games they've been putting out as of late. But Section 8 was a nice mixture of Tribes and Battlefield 2. In a futu- oh, wow. really futuristic sense. And yeah. after playing it with 12 people there, and then it was like another... I think they said another twenty that were just bots. It actually played very well. Um, my only problem with the game, and I kind of tried to tell the guy there, the producer there, like he said it was coming out in fall, and I'm like, really, you're gonna come out with Battlefield Bad Company Two and Modern Warfare Two? It was one of those things. It's either come out now or come out next spring.
4: Yeah, put it off a little bit because you're gonna, your competition's gonna crush
2: you. There's no way that this game is gonna compete. It may on the PC. But with the, they're trying to do 360 MPC. The 360 crowds is just gonna be like, okay, who gives a shit? Whatever, Modern Warfare 2's out. Even Battlefield Bad yep. Company Two is not gonna compete with Modern Warfare Two, which no. is why I don't get right. why they're coming out with it this fall. If I was a first-person shooter, I would be like, Modern Warfare 2's coming out. Okay, it's time to push it back. So, yeah, yeah.
4: I would too. I would too. I mean, from the from a developer standpoint, it just doesn't make sense. I don't know why. There, you know, and a lot of people are making these decisions that are just kind of like, what? Really? Really? You're doing
3: that? And I think a lot yeah. of those decisions, though, are still being made on, like, I hate to use the word, old-school decision-making trees, you know? Right. I mean, this is, holiday season's the time to put these things out, and, and that's not necessarily the case anymore. I mean, I think we've seen, this year alone, a couple of really, you know, good games that have come out in Q1, and, and they've sold very, very well.
4: Yeah. I don't, you know, it's funny, like, I know holiday season is the time to put them out, but... I don't know, I think the industry is, uh you know, it's evolved and it's become something else where nobody wants to wait till the end of the year now. What am I going to play until December, November? You know, it's like, I want something to play year-round. I want to be able to constantly get a new game. And, you know, not everybody gets lucky enough. Some Christmases don't go the way kids plan and parents don't have the money because it's the holidays and blah, blah, blah. So I don't think we, we really necessarily stick to those trends anymore, but the companies still do.
3: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah,
2: I like EA, I mean, or, I mean, yeah. I mean, I work yeah, at he's, 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 Well, EA came out and said they learned that with Mirror's (laughs) Edge because it was such a... They consider it kind of like half a flop because they realized they should have brought it out either earlier or later. Because I loved Mirror's (laughs) Edge, but it fell through the cracks with all the other huge games that came out in the fall.
4: But then let's look at it this way, too. It's like every game comes out. Like, you can't really put it off because no matter when you release a game, there's always another big game coming
2: out. Yeah. But it's yeah, not really as careful. much coming out. Like last year, was Gears of War Two, Little Big Planet, Resistance Two. You had all these games coming out, and it was like Mirror's Edge. It was just not the time for it to drop.
1: Yeah. Right.
4: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Give Give and take. It's 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 a really sensitive issue. It's like how do companies really deal with all other companies? You can't you can't really win. Yeah. But holiday season may not be the best for the big for the lesser titles. I would say. To release them more like at the beginning of summer, like they do with movies,
3: right? Especially with new IPs. Oh yeah. You know, it's easy to say you know, uh, sequel X is going to be coming out in the holidays, and, and even if it isn't like the best selling game ever, you're probably going to sell enough to easily make up the money that you've that you've spent on it. Uh, right. But new IPs are are just going to struggle with it because you're asking people to take a chance on you. You have no platform to build off of. Right, know, exactly. Know. You don't have that that base of of uh, consumers.
2: Well, supposedly right. it did well enough that they've already announced that the sequel is in the works. So, oh, I'm yeah. happy that Mirror's Edge Two is coming out. I was, like I said, I was a huge fan. And Asian fetish aside, it was just an awesome game. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm saying it was an awesome game. You didn't see her that much anyway in those shitty, what was it um e insurance style commercials anyway. <laughs> <laughs> or e I yeah. think that's what they're called. Sure fucking is. horrible style fucking cutscenes. Hopefully they get rid of that shit and keep it 3D next time.
1: Yeah, I
4: know, I know what kind of cosplay you're looking for next
2: so. <laughs> Hey, they better be there.
5: We never talked <laughs> talk about how much we hate the Tony Hawk board.
2: <laughs> uh, you know what? Andy actually played it. And he's a skateboarder. Okay. I mean, you walk into his place and I you see the skateboard weird. as you walk in. He actually thought it was actually decent. No. Wow.
4: I'm, I'm serious. He
2: actually wow. liked it. And he wouldn't pay 120 for it cuz there's no other games yeah, to play with it, sad. but I personally think you yes. should sell the skateboard and make these games downloadable.
5: I mean, I I think it would be it's a good concept for a snowboarding game cuz you're not flipping a snowboard. Yeah. You're not, right. you know, you're right. not you're not doing kick flips and three sixty its and all, all that stuff that you did in skate two with that board. Yeah. So I mean it would be great for a snowboarding game, but for a skateboarding game, that's like a whole different thing. It's just like almost like you might as well get a you know, um a freaking peg stand and uh a peg stand <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, <laughs>
4: <laughs> they
2: just make Pogo Stick Hero and call it a day.
4: Oh, exactly.
5: God.
2: Don't say that. it might take you up on that.
4: Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, no, I know. I shouldn't
5: give him any ideas. Talking about Hero, I mean, DJ Hero, I mean, that yeah. kind of threw us off a little. Yeah,
4: I wasn't expecting it to be cool.
5: <laughs> and it kind of was. I mean, it, it, <laughs> the the idea sucked, but after watching him actually demo it, we were like, wow, this thing's is pretty cool.
4: But the funny thing is about it, I don't think I'd ever buy DJ Hero. I would just hope one of my friends would. You know, just so I can go mooch off of his. Yeah, like like Bo is gonna buy it so that I can play. I will not buy it. Okay. <laughs> you know, who will buy it is Rob welcome of Coinop TV because he's like a, uh, he's like a rhythm game fanatic now because that's like the only kind of game that he's like really good at. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go on a Penny Man bash. Yeah.
1: Oh <laughs> no!
2: I actually I finally got to meet yeah. him just as I got to meet you guys. So. Oh. Um, now we love Rob. Now Rob's our bro. That's what. I got to meet a lot we of people. Each other. Surprisingly, I got to meet a lot of people yeah. I didn't it think I'd meet. Like, I saw Bo randomly at the gamer girl or girl gamer party, and I was like, you "Did what
5: girl gamer party?" I was I've never had those.
2: Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were kind nice of like man. I was there because we were trying to find the game pro game girl party, and we couldn't find it. Um, <laughs> Hotel big. Yeah, unfortunately, we found out too late, and when we finally got there, they were like, <laughs> "You have five people. Sorry, we're packed."
4: Well, the funny thing is about the Game Girl one, I think, uh, or the, the Game Pro, whatever, they were only there till like, 10 o'clock, and then they all split went to a strip club.
2: Yeah, so, nice. Rachel, <laughs> I co-host with Rachel on Game Topia sometimes, and she was the one who invited us over, but by the time we found out exactly where it was, it was too late, so. We yeah. A, we actually got an
5: interview. And ago. Nicole and Jessica, they came over to the party that we were at, at yeah. the Congo Room, so.
2: Yeah, we actually left Obviously. after a while. $10 a beer. I was like, I gotta go before I'm broke.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah I felt the same way. I bought, uh, you know, Rob Workman, I bought him a beer, the DCD, and, um, and I was like, hey, don't ask me for another one, dude.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it was pretty crazy. The first time I uh, bought a beer, they were like, that's be $10. I was like, wait, What? Ten fucking sorry, dollars for a beer.
4: Can I sell you my soul instead? I'm
2: I the guy like, that, that likes to get shitty pack? in the alley first. I just want to know where my six pack was.
4: Yeah. <laughs> you know it's funny, E3 is half about the convention and half about the after parties.
2: Yeah, we the next two nights after the girl gamer party, we were just too tired to even bother with parties after that.
4: We went to a Microsoft one. Yeah, Fun the Windows was party was cool.
5: We got we got uh, we got free copies of uh Windows seven.
1: Which, which but it good wasn't for, the which release candidate
2: version?
4: Yeah, it was it's good for a year,
2: but, but I'm sure by that then we free could have. It. Now.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's true. But the point is Windows gave it to us. And it was and it was <laughs> and we
5: got I think like it was open bar and there was uh and there was a lot of food. So. yeah, it
4: was like it was did, pretty cool that. Oh, and Obama know, girl was
5: there. Oh, oh, yeah, we God. met
4: Obama Girl, The girl that sings that song I'm in love with Obama. Kind of oh, uh, oh,
5: she's trash.
4: She has like two managers and they're like. The biggest D bag. Yeah, they're just like huge in, in New York. They D-bag. thought they were like Puff Daddy. Hey, yo, you want to talk to the Obama girl? You can give me a card. You know, I'm like, yeah, all right, here you go, dude. Yeah. She's right up our alley. Go, go talk <laughs> to your tank talk.
2: Now, let yeah, me ask you a question Did you guys go to the barbecue that Chastity and Damon held?
5: Uh, Chastity and Damon held a barbecue? No, no, oh. that was
2: here. thus, us. Oh, it was? They told yeah, me about a barbecue, that. but I heard nothing else of it, and like I said, we were
4: just... We canceled that and then had it at Bo's house instead. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. That was the same one. You missed out. <laughs> yeah, it was
5: it was, it was was a real California gangster style kick-ass yeah, cool got, party thing. We got hey, thrashed on some
2: 40s. Trust me, it wasn't that I missed <laughs> out. Um, Actually, I missed out, but my writers, Ben and Brian, didn't miss out because I paid for their dinner that night, so... Yep. Damn. Damn, coming right.
1: up. Cheers. <laughs>
2: Reload. That was my thank you for spending their money to get out there, because it was kind of like we don't have the money to fly everybody out. So. Yeah. That <laughs> no, was cool. I mean, I met, so. I, I've met Chastity and Damon before. I mean, I worked with them when they were at a Hot Import Nights <laughs> Halo 3 event and a Gears of War 2 event here in Maryland, so before they moved out to L.A.,
5: yeah, we're actually business partners with them. They run uh, J C Media yeah. and Infamous Gamers and uh, we're we're under the J C Media umbrella, so
2: and I gotta say What's now, it? Bo, Tracy's got the best Gunham Battle Angel tattoo ever. Oh, <laughs> oh, I know. That shit is I'm, fucking I'm
5: awesome. I was like holy! I think shit. she has I think she has the hands down best tattoo ever. I mean, she's gonna lay it out like that. I mean, I, you know, people, I, I, there's people that have coming up that came, have came up to us, like when we're standing in line at Cinnabon, and that are just, just as, wow, you have an amazing tattoo. And they would start, their eyes would get watery, and they would just be like, that's just so beautiful. It's the
4: most beautiful thing
5: I've ever seen. And I'm just like, wow, dude. <laughs> is like, that a robotic relax. angel? Is
2: that a robotic angel? Please tell me it is. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I have an anime tattoo, and I like my tattoo, but hers was, like, off the charts. I got to say I like how he I like
4: how he's like I'll never dress up for convention but I will totally tattoo anime on my body. Hey, that was back in
2: 99. <laughs> it's been 10 years since I got my tattoo. Uh-uh. Okay? Uh, that must be a
5: panty dropper. <laughs> <laughs> you can see her no. you
2: can see the panties on the tattoo but <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got, you got one of those. <laughs> oh.
5: No, she actually, she got that um that piece done at that you know that show on TLC LA Inc. so Okay. Uh one, the girls on there, I mean, Hannah, uh, Hitchison, I believe, she, uh, she really threw it down. it really did. Yeah, yeah it really did. looked good. Enough <laughs> about my wife. Moving.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's like, fuck that, it's all about us. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, we've talked. Rat- we haven't talked enough Rat- about yeah.
2: <laughs> No, but like, uh, um, so, um, I know um, Ratner recently, I mean, to get back on that subject, you guys started, um, the actual whole thing, like, not too long ago.
4: Hey, about two months ago, I think. Yeah. About two months ago is when it was started.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we just, we've we just been really fortunate with it. 60 days, to be exact. Yeah. What brought y'all, like, months? to say, hey, we're going to do this? What made you guys oh. decide that you are going to put you this together? Go ahead and take this, okay.
4: Leo. Okay, about a year ago, um, actually, yeah, actually around a year ago, this time, about a year ago, um, there was a competition online to become a G4 correspondent. Okay, but it was vote-based. It was vote-based on this Trust website me, called we, dot
2: f- Us at Pwned remember that contest very well on both mail and Facebook. Oh,
5: oh man. So you remember, <laughs> right? I'm sure you remember the spam. Oh, my Unfortunately, God. Unfortunately, right? so was- yes, I
2: remember that contest very well. well.
5: Yes, well, so,
4: so, do, so do we. Yeah, oh, my God. Are you kidding me? I was having, like, nightmares, like, waking up at 3 in the morning, making sure I got the post to get the votes that day, you know, like... You know, every two hours, putting up a bulletin. I second. felt like a Girl Scout selling cookies every day. I felt like a Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> I was unwanted, but I was still doing it. But, uh, you know, in the long run, you know... They should have um, had us in religious the <laughs> Religion of nerds. Uh, but I ended up, I ended up, you know, taking first, and then Bo got third. He should have gotten second, but the second place got cheated. So we ended up winning the competition. Asshole. And getting, like, tons of, like, you know, making tons of friends and exposure and then we got approached to host a show for uh, Lag TV later on that year uh, called Techno, where we would be reviewing tech gadgets and stuff. Sure, so we jumped on board, sure. and then uh, Bo and I were like, hey, you know, we should hang out since we're going to be, you know, hosting a show together. And then from there we became BFF and Pillow Fight Lovers.
5: Yeah, we went to we, we went to CES, and then we realized, like, <laughs> wow, we really have uh, a chemistry that, that I think no one else has that we've seen. L5, and we were, like,
4: L5. legit— yeah, well, you know, come on.
5: We'll Out, talk, yes.
4: that's after. We'll talk about that that's after. The post show.
1: Yeah. Post after. <laughs> that's the post-show. Yeah. Uh, Post-after. That's the
4: late night with Bradner. And, uh, and
5: then so we did, you know, we did, we did a, you know, like maybe like a month, a month and a half of episodes yeah. on, on UFRAG TV. Yeah. And then we did, you know, we did CES
4: in the in the middle of
5: that. And
4: then... But we, what the most important thing was through this whole experience is like we realized, wow, we're really into the same stuff. And, you know, and we get along cool as friends right so you know lag you know the whole lag tv thing and uh Ufrag wasn't really working out for us kind of fell apart for us a little bit so we so we you know departed from that but we had a lot of people that were asking us what our next project was So he said you know what you want to start another kind of similar idea but just more more fun and you know completely and, and more in our hands right and deviating from like the common course of everybody just delivering straight news we want to be fun we want people to come here have a good time and we want to focus on visual media, which we'll be actually moving into more now in the in the near future. Mm. So we said, let's do it. You know, we jumped into it, and uh, here we are. We practically live together now. So we just literally,
5: he's on my couch week. But weekend. I've only <laughs>
4: known Bo for like, you know, I didn't even meet him during the Gotcast thing. I yeah. ended up meeting him a few months later. So I've only <laughs> known him for like. Let's, honestly, let's tell him our how, our first encounter, how we met. Oh my god! All right, so we're at E for all, right? He's so cute. And, uh, he, was it, No, no, it was Wizard. Oh, it was Wizard. That's right. It was um, Wizard World. Yeah, Wizard World. Nice. And And their eyes And I go dressed as Jack Sparrow. Like, (laughs) full-blown Jack Sparrow costume, right? It's pretty... I'm gonna brag about it. It's good. But, like, I go and I see this guy typing on his iPhone and I'm like, oh my god, that's Bo Ryan. He's the guy who came came in, like, right after me in that Godcast competition. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, I walk up to him in, like, full pirate gear. I'm just like, hey, dude, what's up? <laughs> and he's just like, he's, pa- he's typing on his iPhone, and he just pauses and looks up at me, and he's like, like who the fuck are you? <laughs> and I'm like, what's up, dude? I'm Leo. I'm Leo uh, Gizmatic. Uh, you know, I won the Godcast competition, and he just gave me this look like I was beaten out by this douchebag. <laughs> Jack fucking Sparrow beat so- me. And I'm like, hey, you know, let me get your number, dude. Like, I'm not always dressed as a pirate. Like, we should, like, hang out.
2: <laughs> so, you
4: know, after that, that's when we kind of started talking a little bit Sounds more. Sounds like then the look I that-
2: got from Bo when I yelled at him at the girl gamer, like, Bo, Bo. <laughs> and I finally recognized I yeah. was walking by.
4: Yeah,
5: let me just throw that out now. I give that look out at everyone yeah, that I
4: meet. He's notorious for it. And it's just, so funny because, like, he will meet people, and they'll come up to me, and they'll be like, is, is, he, is he always
3: like
2: that? <laughs> well, I had to quickly state I'm G-Nitra from Pwn because I had talked to him many times in the shout box over at Pwn.com.
3: Oh, man. If there's, we,
2: you, if there's one thing that's never changed from Pwn.com from the day one is that I've been in the shoutbox. so. Oh, <laughs> uh,
4: man. <laughs> It's so funny too because Bo will be like, like, who's calling us? Let's go in the opposite direction. Like <laughs> he's, he's totally that guy. It's so funny.
1: <laughs>
4: oh man. No, but uh but no, uh, there's
5: uh you know, we I think the God Cast pretty much brought us to Pwned. Yeah. If it wasn't for that, we got a Pwned, and then if it wasn't for Pwned I don't think we'd be here because yeah. I think pono brought a lot of the community together. Yeah, man, it's not yeah. just a
4: community. It's a respected community of gamers, you know?
5: Right. It, you know, it's not just some stuff that was just thrown together just to, you know, uh, capitalize on the whole, you know,
4: hey, this is hip. Let's do this. I yeah, mean... Yeah, it focuses more on the legit- legitimacy of the gamer uh, culture and the idea of gamers playing together, not... You know, like, I hate I hate to bag, but, like, some of the, these girl gamer sites that are going around, it's not, you know, you don't get that feeling of legitimacy. Um, it's kind of like they're just doing it for show and to, you know, put themselves out there and gain exposure and stuff like that. You know, it doesn't have that feeling like, okay, well, yeah, that's great, but I want to go play some video games. You know, and Pwn really has that feel. Like, well, yeah. Okay. <laughs>
2: okay. But, no, like, one thing I've noticed with the girl gamers on the site is com doesn't take very kindly to the ones that try to say, I'm a girl gamer, look at me. Like, they're right. very quickly to be like, shut the fuck up, what games are you playing? Oh,
4: dude. <laughs> dude, no, I just finished writing an article where I kind of blew up on that. So, like, I'm a big advocate of not supporting those. Because, I mean, like, okay, it's like, are you a gamer, or are you a girl that's using gaming to platform your modeling career? Exactly.
2: You know I mean? I'm not going to be but there was a recent porn video that went out of a... Female gamer. I'm not naming send anybody? It. anybody? Um, Leo, I don't have it.
5: <laughs> Leo at radner.com, okay? In, uh, info at radner.com. I
2: got it from a friend, but
3: Yeah, send that along. Have
2: you
4: guys speaking of porno, have you seen Left for
0: Head? No. <laughs> oh,
4: <laughs> I gotta fine. get the Give me your, email. Give me your emails. <laughs>
0: uh sending it right now.
4: It's comedy. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, but going back to the subject of that, um, you know, like, video games is not a sex-dominated thing. A girl can be just as good as a guy, but, like, they're just getting attention because there's a lack of pussy in the industry. You know what I mean? Like, yeah,
3: <laughs> exactly. That's the only
4: reason.
5: I mean, I, I should start hashtagging Guy Gamer Yeah, after each one of my tweets. I'm a Guy Gamer.
2: Yeah. Oh, God. Would I
4: look, would I look as cool? Probably not. Yeah. I, I, I can't troll over my nipples and become a famous.
2: <laughs> All right, I'm going to post this, but y'all can't talk about who it is on this podcast because I really don't want to edit more than I have to. <laughs> <laughs> but if you see her, you oh. will know exactly who it is.
3: Oh, Christ. I'm, I'm afraid bad. to click that.
2: <laughs> You'll see it before the oh. video even fully starts. You'll know who it is.
0: Oh, Christ. Oh, All
3: right. no
2: hey.
0: Should excited. I even click on it right now?
2: No. Oh, <laughs> Oh, oh no! Oh, turn dude. that down. Turn that down. <laughs> See, somebody knows who it is already.
4: Oh my God, that's... Wow, damn. Thank you, by the way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All I gotta say is when Bookmark. I found out about that, I was like, "Really? Holy shit!" Bookmark and shit, dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bookmark. No, you can
2: edit this out.
4: You can edit
3: this <laughs> Oh my God! I gotta...
4: No, don't let me edit that. Oh.
2: I'm sorry you hey, to uh, do that shit. Thanks for
3: the...
4: Hey, thanks for the material tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm about to edit this whole section out. Just cause they're gonna be like, yeah, alright, you want to get
4: back on topic? Yeah.
3: There's a topic?
4: Uh, yeah, well, you know what I mean. <laughs> okay, okay. Hey, uh, forward that to me. <laughs>
3: Honestly,
2: getting back to the whole E3 thing and meeting you guys, it was nice meeting everybody we met there because... It seems like besides the big sites like GameSpot 1UP, GameSpy, and them, there's this whole secondary group of people in the gaming industry that's coming up in the journalism side of things, whether it's Radnerd, AgroGamer, um, CoinOp, that don't really get the credit they all deserve. Yeah. I mean, even SFX360, I met them. And it was nice actually meeting those people. I mean, it's always great meeting the guys like Dan Shu. It was cool meeting him, somebody that I looked up to as a journalist. Um, But it was cooler meeting the guys that are around our level of things, where it's like we're trying to get up there, and we're not looked down upon. Because one of my problems with – I've followed the one-up people and stuff like that on Twitter or whatnot, but I had one of them, and I'm not going to name names, follow me, and I didn't realize they were on Twitter. I followed them back, and then they – removed me like an hour or two later it was like okay i got you to follow me bye yeah
4: well you know it's funny like you know yeah no I, i completely agree but it's kind of funny like we've had this uh this fortunate kind of streak where um you know even though we're just starting up and stuff like that we've we've got a fair bit of respect from from the higher ups you know what i mean? And, uh, you know, we've been kind of, you know, they've been kind of taking us by the hand and under the wing type of thing.
5: Maybe even, I think, people that we interviewed at E3, um, you know, there's this uh, one, the Triton booth, you know, and um, some other people at other booths were just like, you know
4: what, like, I really. G4. Yeah, G4 even. G4 knows us by name. It's pretty crazy.
5: Um, You know, they kind of dig what we're doing and. Um, you know, there's it definitely gives us reassurance that you know what I, we're definitely on the right track.
4: Yeah, and also that there is a support for this kind of underground ideal of the video game and nerd uh, subculture. You know, there's there's definitely a following for it.
2: Well, I got to say one thing. You guys have on like we're we're purely text news journalism. You guys have the video side, which helps a lot. A lot yeah, yeah. We we've kind of. I'll be honest. I South have. Good. I haven't been able to sit down and actually watch a show yet, because I work a lot of midnight shifts on weekends. So when your show usually comes on on Friday night, I'm sleeping to go back in at midnight for work. So I'm hoping yeah. when this whole move happens for me, and I kind of calm down on working a lot, that I'll be able to fully tune into your show more than what I've been able to so far. And there, there,
5: there's definitely plans, because right now it's an unofficial show, because... You know, the, we the just started we're the we're yeah. the Coin Up post show and, and the game show pre show so it's it's an it's not a, an official show right. so it's not archived or anything like
4: yeah. that but um, there definitely is that intention to move into the main block and become a you know a a yeah. uh, a, a flare sing, singled out kind of show but also through our website individually we just plan on putting out you know not the stream.tv type stuff just like our own yeah. um, program kind of like we want to do our own show like a podcast but you know a video podcast and then,
2: are you gonna put it on iTunes? Cause that's how I watch and listen to everything I do. Cause I do it on like the midnight shifts or whatever. I have the podcast there that I'm listening to to get me no, through. That's the that's definitely night, so.
4: that's definitely an intention. And not only that, but we also want to really get into uh, you know like shorts, and uh, we actually want to do a web series. Yeah. Uh, that you right. know, you know, like a show online, not just not just like a talk show, but like you know, like a like a uh, a scripted type of uh you know regular every two weeks a new episode comes out type of thing. Oh, wow. And uh oh, you wow. know it's you know we want we have some ideas with that working on and then we want to do a lot of viral videos like uh you know fake trailers, that kind of thing, you know. Yeah, we're gonna do a lot of skits and a lot it's of It's gonna be a very Saturday Night Live for nerds. Yeah, oh. we we plan on doing a lot
5: of a lot of cool yeah. and entertaining stuff. So it's it's not just gonna be Video game reviews, tech gadget reviews, we're going to do a lot of you know, yeah. fun stuff in between. But
4: we we made we didn't think we would kind of get this much attention so quickly, so we thought we'd have a little more, more time to build it, but now it's kind of like, all right, we got to jump and we've got to get to it, you know?
3: Oh, no, it's been really good. I've really I've been trying to catch you guys on Thursdays and Fridays. Uh, it's very entertaining. You guys are good together. You're right, you guys have that Appreciate
2: Yeah, well, uh, hey. I know you guys <laughs> said you have a party to hold at 7 or, p- or get together with people. So I am right. closing in on that. I don't want to hold you guys up any more than we have to. Um but I thank you guys for coming on. Definitely. I, oh, I know it's definitely been a great show. Um, oh, it was fun. Oh, oh, it was. You do it? We, hey, you know what? Oh. Let's do it again. <laughs> we're you know we're
5: uh if we want to have us back, we're more than welcome
2: to come back. So Oh any time. I mean I I've had fun. I mean, besides the parts I gotta edit where we lost you guys for a bit. Thanks to <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm not gonna blame you guys, I'm gonna blame Brian because he's the one oh. for once. Since I'm not actually oh, thank you, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Brian. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. Thank yes. you, Brian.
4: You know what? You know what? It's so fun fault. just like
2: nerding yeah. out. Like we're all like
4: on the same kind of level of nerddom, you know. <laughs> we all kinda of, you know what I mean though? We all we all know the same you know, we know what's new, we know what's going on, you yeah. know, and we, we have we share opinions and even if we you know, we have different opinions, we can we can talk about them in a really nerdy but fun fashion. So it was it was a blast hanging out with you guys. Yeah, definitely.
2: And Camachos is always rule. So,
4: well, I didn't uh, want to say that, but it's pretty <laughs> obvious that Camachos <laughs> know how to do things
2: correctly.
3: So. All <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, we you need is two, two of those egos. Hold uh, up.
2: The call wouldn't have dropped if a Camacho... The had internet's up, not it. big enough for oh, both oh. of us. <laughs> <laughs> At least oh. one show is so that's why we have two. <laughs>
4: we should but, just uh, start a Camacho radio, whatever.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
1: exactly.
2: That's frightening. <laughs> but we right, thank guys, you guys for coming on. We're going to get out of here. I mean, we're pushing an hour and a half, so thank you all for coming on. Cool. We'll Don't talk to you guys soon. Check out radner.com, people. Definitely. Yes. Woo-woo. As well as check out agrogamer.com for those who have been listening to us for a while. agrocast at agrogamer.com is our new email, so hit up with questions and feedback there. Um, but thank you all for listening, and we are out. Peace.
1: Peace.
0: Peace. May the force be with you all. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you
4: <magic>. will <laughs> agro gamer you will never find a mobile hive of scum or villainy we must be
3: cautious
1: yes <laughs> live long and <laughs> <in> prosper Oh. <laughs>